you know, we spent all this time like, yeah, it's October. You know, we want to do something kind of for the holidays. Anyway, here's us talking about wrestling for another two and a half hours. Because <laughs> we love wrestling. <laughs> we will, we'll, we'll save that one. So I am again, Mikey underscore with me as always is Bort Baker. Mr. Bortman to you. Ah, oh, you keep giving yourself a title and I keep throwing it away. Uh, 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 no, no Booth, one's going to hear Booth this. Booth came up with that one. Booth came up with that one. Did he? Yep. If he would. It's so, it's so great. Such a gentleman. Mr. Bort Baker? No, just Mr. Bort. <laughs> That's you Booth. became Bortman now? Yes, Mr. Bortman. Okay. Okay. Mr. Mm. Bortman. Uh, with Mr. <laughs> Bortman is our forever guest, uh, Shadow Spartan. This is time, pals. <laughs> I like it. I like it. it. Joining us, joining us one more time is Boosh. Hey, think of something funny. Think of something funny. Uh, uh, fine. Oh, we'll, just, we'll, so we'll, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. I'll have I'll have an audience laugh track. It's all good. Yay! <laughs> I give no respect. John so, Dangerfield. I, I, <laughs> I don't know jokes anymore. <laughs> that's that's uh, Rover Dangerfield, right? <laughs> the way he was I, a dog. I saw that movie. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you want to talk <laughs> about horrible? Holy shit! Uh, what, what doesn't? What is not marketable about Rodney Dangerfield as a dog? I mean, come on now. Do you, you know how? You you know how they, I just remember the cover of that movie. <laughs> I remember specifically there was a part where I guess he's supposed to protect a chicken or something, and he accidentally kills it. So he tries to <laughs> pretend it's alive oh by holding it by the neck and then making its legs walk. And it's, <laughs> it's stuck in my brain because it's still the the Rodney Dangerfield looking dog, and it's this darkest shit moment where he's like. <laughs> At the side of his mouth <laughs> to pretend it's to pretend it's running around. I will. I don't know what the rest of the movie is about at all. I distinctly remember sitting there watching that. You unlocked a memory in my brain. I remember that too, and I had no idea. And it's like dark it's outside, from- right? And it's like raining, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Like- yeah, yeah it's, a, like, it's a night like, scene. It's a night scene. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. if it's raining. Or- yeah. well, welcome to psychotherapy, Boosh. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. seriously. And I, and I think his, like, owners are like, what happened? Like, did you save him? And he's, like, trying to do his best to, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretend it's, like, still alive, right, or something like that? Oh, my lord. He just goes into another five minutes about having no respect. It's, it's Rodney. Yeah. Right? <laughs> my wife, my wife, yeah. she can't cook. Yeah, so, exactly. You know? He said, I want to take you that... where I've never been. I said, go to the kitchen. <laughs> That's so funny. That reminds me of, I remember the, the Rodney Dangerfield movie, I remember more than anything. It's like, I, 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 I don't think it's called She's the Man. It could be, but it's the one that was about like the ladybugs Lady soccer teams, right? Lady, yeah, that's it's what it called is. called ladybugs. I know. Yeah, it. ladybugs. Oh my god! And like, yeah, he like he coaches like his team's losing because it's like full of uh, girls, and his like nephew is really good, and he's a dude. It's like John, not Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Thomas, but it's it's the handsome guy from uh, uh, fucking uh, Sidekicks, right? And yeah, then he's like really uh, good the, well, soccer, yeah, yeah. So he dresses up as soccer. Yeah. Oh my lord. No, it wasn't even that, but I, I love, like, the concept of, like, I'm going to make a, a movie about an all-girls soccer team. Oh, okay, they against boys. No, 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 it's an all-girls league. Okay, cool. Anyway, we're going to put a boy on the team. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what, are we over, what are we overcoming? Well, the girls suck. Aren't they all girls? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Not that that was a tangent 
not at all. That's right. That's right. Back to back to the month of October. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good tie-in. That's a yeah, good tie-in to Ghostbusters. It is a good tie-in. Oh, it's it's not on my list. So basically, the time calls grab <laughs> grab their grab their pals to talk about horror games. More or less, all of us, with the exception of Dom, I think, are horror fans. Uh, in general, I actually never talked to you, Dom. Do you watch horror movies or do anything like that? No, I'm not a horror movie kind of person. Every October, I try to at least play one horror game. Is it I like gotta this? Ask, I gotta, yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah. Ask, so, is there like some a moment that made you not a horror person where you're like when you're a kid and you walked in or something like that and saw something that you're like, not for me? Or it's just kind of uh, evaded your radar? I don't know. I guess, I don't know. Because horror movies. I just really hate like jump scares. That sudden just scared moment. I don't know. I thought you were off. gonna go the other way, where you were like, "I feel nothing inside," and every time I watch a horror movie, I wish it was a documentary. <laughs> no, it's just more. Of, I guess it's just more of an annoyance when there's just a jump scare, and it's just like okay. you know that cheap Thank scare. God. Where you're just like ah, a little, and then you're like, because you've dude. never. Some of you guys haven't met Dom in person. Dom's a tall dude who worked as a security guard and this starts to sound like the beginning of a horror movie <laughs> where like uh, every time I see he was on TV recently start trying to stop a guy from basically killing himself but the that the, was the, I watched that Dom. yeah that the CCTV so footage looks yeah. like something out of like like a 90s poltergeist movie where it's all kind of like bluish and the dude is like running his head into a window and there's Dom. And I, and I had that minute where that, that Leonardo DiCaprio, like pointing at the screen minute, minute from like, Ooh, like I knew oh. you were in this fucking, I knew this is reality. And I knew you were in this. And I went, there he is. Anyone listening, if you're curious, look up the Southfield police department cam. It, it was all over the news. I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah, no, that was crazy. But it looked like it was straight from a from a flick. It looked like it was straight from like a direct video like horror movie. It was it um, was like struggle, 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 and then he ran into the wall, and it was over. Yeah. Um, and once during the year, he decided I'm gonna go scare the shit out of myself. Doing these retrospectives, I know when I first started like three years ago, I did Thief, and there's the one haunted cathedral level that still creeps me out i thought about the next month doing amnesia but i chickened out of it i was just like you know what no i don't like horror games i played like black and white complete opposite but then as i started doing more of the retrospectives that's when i was like you know what i'm gonna try and do it do a horror game and so this october i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna replay amnesia and so far i want to say i'm halfway through it right now do you guys know uh, Amnesia the Dark Descent? I've I've seen gameplay of it and I've seen that like I've also heard that it's like one of the scariest games. Yeah. Okay. I hear it's like I heard it's very like um not as much psychological, but very like like walk through this thing very slowly and something could happen. And I think you have like a mm-hmm. crazy meter, but I could be wrong. Yeah, you kinda nailed it. It's um with each game they kinda change it a little bit, but I'm mostly gonna focus on the first one, the Dark Descent, that it's it's kind of a walking simulator a little bit where you, you're walking around in just a dark, creepy castle place. And at any time, although as I've been playing, I kind of noticed that there are certain triggers when you pick up an important item. 
Usually it'll play a creepy sound or a knock on a door or something to creep you out. Uh, but you could just be walking around and then around a corner you'll hear a creepy monster like <laughs> or something. And that's that when pretty, that you, was really good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, you, you just, you just gotta. I, if I were walking around the corner and I heard that, I would probably be creepy. That yeah, really fucking and you, good. you yeah. can't do anything. <laughs> you can't do anything except you could like pick up something and like throw it at it and it'll stun it for like a second. And all you can do is just run away, go hide somewhere and hope it doesn't follow you and just hope it goes away. Oh, You'll, I you will seen, notice. I've seen gameplay for this game. Oh yeah. That is, that's do, creepy. Do you look at it through like a viewfinder or something? Why do I keep picturing in my head? Everything is like green. Is that that's amnesia, right? Or I know no, you're. Look, I think you're uh, no. Of, um, I'm thinking about no. last. I'm yeah. thinking about last. That's right. Amnesia is a tip completely. Outlast. Game. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I'm. You're thinking I'm, of the Outlast 1990s game Night, Night Trap. Trap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which should be on my list, but it's not. not Night Trap is on my list, actually. <laughs> is it? Uh, yeah, I almost <laughs> added it. I almost added Night Trap because I did play it when I was a kid. Oh. Yeah. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm pretty yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> the Night Trap, just because I got so much fucking flack in the media and the and fucking Congress and shit, it's like, have you, it's it really didn't deserve any of that, you know. It's not as bad as they were just like, wait a minute, you you a bunch of people break in and they you know kill a bunch of babysitters. Well, you can't play a game like this. Like, if you play the game, you know. <laughs> well, go ahead and let us know about Night Trap, man. Yeah, so ahead. Night Trap is a there was a collection of Sega games trying to kind of take advantage of the point and click, almost a point and click type of adventure. So you're you're working with this company that's supposed to protect this house, right? So and every so there's sixteen screens or sixteen cameras in this house, and you can click between these all these cameras and trying to find these people trying to break into the house, and then you can spring these traps on these you know, bad guys coming out of the house and trying to stop them from killing everybody in the house. So, and it's really weird and no plot information. Like, why are these guys breaking in? Why are they killing these people? It's, they look like a SWAT team that's breaking into this house. And then it's, of course, it's a house full of uh, stereotypical 90s characters, you know, like a, like a horror movie, you know. They're supposed to be vampires or at the SWAT team looking dudes. I think uh, that's what it was. Team. Are they vampires? Wow. It was, vampires. if I remember, it was some kind of, I thought it was like a federal agency that was investigating these disappearances that this family oh, owns this house. And they send one agent, uh, a female with a, like a slumber party that we're going to stay Ooh. there. Oh, right. one, of them yeah, was an yeah, one of the girls was an undercover agent. That's right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it didn't have to do with vampires. Like the family is like main vampires, but I can't remember what the the creatures are. But when you look at them, they're they're like eighties. Uh, I don't know, just Power like made costumes. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Power Ranger. The pudgy pig. That's right. <laughs> it was personally for me personally. It was uh, you know, it was a game where I was just because of the hype, I was terrified. I was like. Oh my god, that sounds so scary! And then they would show just the worst clips of like them killing the girls, or like there's one thing that they like grab this girl in the shower and they attach something to her face or something like that, and that's all they show. And I'm like, ah! so I kind of had to force myself <laughs> to try to play the game, kind of like Dom was saying with amnesia. I was like, ah, 
I'm going to try, you know, and hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, just try to face my fear. <laughs> when I played the game, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Scary <laughs> <laughs> part. It was more clunky and like, how do I stop anything? Like, I didn't know. They don't tell you how to play. No, I remember being really hard. It. Yeah, I and remember I being like, a really what? hard game. But yeah, instead of being terrified, I ended up just playing it and being frustrated, you know? Yeah, Even, yeah. So it was my first real experience with a horror video game. And it was not the greatest, you know, but it was still well, important, I, you know. I remember, like, from what I remember, and this is just beyond talking about unlocking memories, I remember the Sega CD was a one-speed CD-ROM. So, like, anytime it had to load something, you would hear this loud buzz. <laughs> so, like, because it had to get to the next thing. It's all super grainy. Like, the videos the size of yeah. a post. Yeah, and, and you were talking about 16 video clips. Yeah. And, and, and that day and age, a video clip, you know, a computer could only handle like megabytes. We're not even talking mm-hmm. like a full. This is like I remember it yeah. used to take me twenty minutes to download a Simpsons clip on uh, Flash. Mm-hmm. Imagine you have sixteen clips all loaded in because you have to keep going between these sixteen cameras. Oh, a nightmare! That's the real nightmare. Well, <laughs> it's funny because I I remember like see I, I vaguely remember trying to play this game, being really fucking frustrated. And then you would get to a part where something would load and you would think to yourself, like, oh, here it comes, something crazy. And then it would just repeat whatever the, the last thing was. And you know what I mean? So if it's like Dana Plato, like, waving at the camera and, like, like walking to another room, you'd have to wait two, three minutes for it to load that scene again. So, like, it, it would just uh, – it was so – it was such bullshit. That's, that's crazy, too, because, like, I know, like, timing, Matt. Like, we played uh, – my partner and I, uh, we played it. I think last year during October, because it's on the Switch, you can buy it for the Switch. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised. There's a couple of things that I was surprised with. Like I was surprised with that it was like real, like it was like a regular video of regular people. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, like these are like what? Like these are actors? Like that's like yeah. And I I now was like, this is like fucking brilliant. Like I need more people like that. Like it'd be nice to create and like control certain people uh to do things like that but anyways uh um, that's a good point I, it, it would be yeah. a cool game now night trap yeah. would be a fun game now now that we have that idea you know yeah there's a game i really want to play it's on steam a side little thing i think it's called uh not for broadcast but you control like a broadcast of things it's very i've night seen trap. that yeah yeah but not with night with night you trap, have to like, censor people and edit yeah 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 oh but wow that sounds great yeah, but I remember too for Night Trap. So like, I, I remember when we played it, I was like, "This is fucking hard." Because like, what you're talking about, like, I can't imagine playing on Sega CD is like being it being able to switch from rooms and because everything has a timing to it, mm-hmm. and like, it literally seems like there's like seconds of like I have to jump. Like everybody's coming in through different like all these bad yeah, guys are yeah. coming in different parts of the house, yeah. and you need to like do something that makes it stop. I am I am that proprietor. It's kind of like uh, what, Dead Rising, I think the game was. It's like you have to, like, there's options of saving people on oh, a yeah. timer. And they have a timer above you. And, like, that's when I stopped playing that game. I was like, because I would, like, try to save everybody. I couldn't. And I was like, this is, like, the worst. Like, I yeah. want to save everybody. Why even have this option? Why even have this option? If you play uh, Dead Rising off the record, uh, it's the it's Dead Rising two, but with um, the dude from the first game. You can yeah. play Dead Rising two with no timer. It's called Dead Rising. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, that's a good one too. That's what I chose. That's awesome. <laughs> but, and I, I guess you can't. I, I have to look it up. Um, Dana Plato, the undercover agent that you play as, 
she's part of a team uh, called the Special Control Attack Team, otherwise known as SCAT. Maybe maybe Lieberman had a point. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think maybe. <laughs> I imagine playing the game was probably frustrating that you would want to like follow the story or like what the it, the story the characters were doing like, you had to go check like other cameras to be like oh what about in this part of the house are the bad guys over here so you'd probably miss important you know story moments and you had there's some quick turnarounds like yeah, you'd be in one yeah. room and have to do something and you had have to within two seconds have to go to another room to do something else, or you lose the entire game. You lose yeah. the whole before game. your brain could yeah. process it. I was just about to say before your brain could process what was happening for the story, something something else would happen, and your game would be over. So you weren't even hundred yeah. percent sure what ended your game. It just it would. I fucking hated that shit. Um, but it's a yeah. good choice because at the time there was nothing really like it. I mean, it's you were talking about like the, the, the conservative fears actually coming to life or like, Oh my God, you know, that's, you know, we're, we're there with VR and realism, you know, blah, 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 blah. And in reality, you watch it now and it's kind of quaint, you know, it's very silly, but yeah, you, I can, I saw that. I can see the, the, the pro clutching in hindsight for sure. At the time you're like, this is dumb. This is This game sucks. Obviously nobody played this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my next game was uh, when, when I played the first Resident Evil, it was a, the total opposite for uh, Night Trap. But Resident Evil, I was like, this game is fucking terrifying. Just that the controls were so... I think on they made the controls clunky on purpose so that like when something came come running at you like a zombie dog, you would be like, huh, I don't know how to turn around. How do, you, how do you run? How do you run? <laughs> Honestly, though, it was perfect for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I know, yeah, everything comes down to Snake. Snake, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what would he do? <laughs> yeah, that was the best. I mean, yeah, the only, of course, even for the time when. You know, audio dialogue, especially on the PlayStation, was really just getting going where there was in-audio cutscenes and stuff. And that was really amazing to watch, even though, of course, we all know how horrible the... Wait, don't open that door! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was still impressive on a level to be like, holy shit, they're talking in like a cutscene, but it's not a cutscene. It's like using the actual character models. That was... Pretty, uh, pretty new. So I was like, "Oh wow, that's crazy!" Honestly, you know? using the load screens to go in and out of doors, and, and like they only did it like twice in the whole game. But having a zombie pop out, that for yeah. me was amazing. That for me was amazing because like once you do it once in your brain, you're thinking to yourself, "It'll happen again," right? And it yeah. never <laughs> fucking does. It never fucking does. But the whole game, I'm like, "Up oh, here it comes!" Ah, oh, nothing. I got away again. <laughs> like it's just like, but but it, it, I, I distinctly remember just being terrified of just the cutscene. Yeah, I'm not yeah. the cutscene of the loading screen. Like it's just like holy that, shit, holy shit. That first cutscene that they showed everywhere for the for the publicity, where mm-hmm. the zombie turns around with the bloody mouth after he's eaten yeah. somebody, and you're yeah, like, yeah. holy shit, that's terrifying. Because I mean yeah. now, but for the time, I was like. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that yeah. at the time it was amazing. Yeah. For me, I, I went back a lot farther because I've I've been playing, and I, I don't know, if, I know, if I probably Bush does the same thing. But I've been playing horror games for fucking ever now, and I 
decide, okay, what was the first one I can remember? And what I did was I kind of used the Wayback Machine a little bit. So as I was researching something, I actually found one that I never played before, but I thought was kind of interesting. So I was curious what the first uh, horror game, quote-unquote, was. And it was something called Haunted House for the Magnavox Odyssey back in 1972. That's how long ago people were trying to make scary games. What was crazy was I'm watching – I'll get the official name and pop it up later on. But it's called like Odyssey Madness or some some YouTube where it's two British girls playing an old ass like an actual working Odyssey, and it's it's incredible. And they've only got like 400 um, subscribers, so like they're this has only been around for a few years. But I'd seen this a few years ago, way back when I was down a, a YouTube rabbit hole, and just by dumb luck for this episode, I went to see if they still existed, and they do. And this haunted house game is they put. Um, so, like, it's basically the Pong graphic era, right? It's, like, white blocks and stuff. So how do you make a scary game? Atari. Yeah, ants, right? Well, Pre-Atari. before Atari. Yeah, so you, yeah. The, the answer is you don't. What you do is you put a sticker on your TV screen, and the sticker is in the shape of, like, this old Victorian haunted house. You shove it on there. You give players a deck of playing cards that are themed for the horror, and you pull cards out, and you basically light up parts of the house. So if there was some part where you got to light up a giant spider, you use your Pong-like light against that background of the uh, the sticker, and there's a giant spider there. And I remember looking at that shit and going like, they're, they're, they sound so bored playing this fucking game, by the way. But I remember <laughs> looking at this shit and thinking to myself, like, that would be brilliant now. Like, in this year now where we're now trying to, to kind of have more interaction with people, I could see that working now. It's 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 an interesting idea to combine like basically um, a card game and a horror game, make it so simple that it's that it's uh that it, it's like a very inter it's almost like it, may, it forces you to be interactive and be creative because you can't you have no graphics you have nothing else you're basically talking to each other building the story as you go and I didn't even know what it was about because I couldn't understand a fucking word they were saying so I had to look it up and I guess one person plays a ghost and the other plays person plays its natural predator and English detective. And you just fight <laughs> each other in this house. And then as I'm looking, I find out that they replayed it again for their own content. And they, like, lit a bunch of candles and wore robes. Like, it's all very culty. And it's fucking <laughs> terrifying because you feel like you're watching something you're not supposed to be watching. I'll, I'll pop it I'll pop it up there. I'll pop the link up there sometime. You're not going to understand a word they're saying. There's no microphones. So they're basically, like, talking to each other, but you don't hear jack. It, it just looks like you're seeing an actual like like a like a cult thing. But in any case, while I was looking up that shit, there was a game that was came out in 1983. So this was just a year after I was born. So obviously I didn't play it back then. But it was called Crossbow, and I remember it because there was a arcade cabinet in Chuck E. Cheese in the mid 80s, and it was this game. I fucking found it. I'm glad I found it. Basically, you grab a crossbow, which was basically like a like a movie prop. In your secret service for a village, like a fantasy village that's overrun with monsters. So your job is not to be the hero of this game. Your job is to shoot scary things on screen. So the real heroes of these, this game, these 8-bit characters with swords and magic and shit, can go walk through this village safely so they can be the hero. It's great <laughs> because you wow. get this intensity of like, oh, I've got to kill like all the Lee Harvey Oswalds before they shoot Kennedy. So you're, you're fucking hit. And it's a crossbow, so it's, it loads hella slow. And I, I remember back then, and then watching it on a Let's Play Now, 
being fucking terrified because you're not the hero of your own fucking game. You're basically like <laughs> a pervert voyeur shooting like background characters, hoping that somebody else saves the day. Um, this game cannot be played anywhere. I mean, there's there's no nobody that makes light gun games anymore anyway. But you couldn't play this game because obviously you need the whole setup. But if you ever if you're ever bored, definitely check it yeah. out because you're gonna look you at it and just be like, that one. I, I got yeah, it's. It, the, mo- the moment you see it, you're going to be like, there's so much fucking stuff on the screen. Like, villagers are dying from bats and shit, and there's, you know, five, six-year-old underscore going to be like, ah, click, 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 trying to hit anything that moves, because I'm not the hero. You have to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm ba- it's basically that bit of, like, you're the kid trying to make friends with the bigger kids, so they beat up your bullies for you. It's your, you're... You're the plot of like Little Giants and all the other fucking 90s movies <laughs> that, and Ladybugs and shit. Um, but yeah, but that was my first one. So the moment we were talking about this, I'm like, I got to I gotta find the name of this fucking game. It's called Crossbow. Um, I'll link that shit. You guys will see what I'm talking about. It's fucking hilarious. And I'm, I'm surprised. It was one of those memories where I wasn't even sure it actually existed. It was that long ago. Wow. But anyway, that's, that's mine. So for, for Boosh, man, what you got? Boosh, save you save our favorite game for last. I'm I'm sure you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny to think about like I because I, you bring up a wonderful point of like what was like the beginnings and like I have subtle like sprinkles of things like so like I don't quite like for games at least for a long time like like you said I remember kids talking at school about Resident Evil and like Resident Evil Two just came out and they were like and like. Somebody was like, this particular scene in this game, like school kids, you know, my friends, Mm -hmm. like this particular scene is like the scariest thing ever. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I remember, like, I remember renting it at Blockbuster and it was late. Like, it was like my, my, like, I, I live pretty close to a Blockbuster. So like, I, I was like able to walk there, skate there, something like that. But I was like, all right. And I just, I, you know, it was, it was weird because like, (laughs) at least for me, like, it's just, I'm going to get the game. And I was like, oh, this is like, okay, like, this is going to be, like, something we do, right? Like, and then I, I remember, I remember taking it home and, like, just, like, putting it in, and it was already dark. I think it was, like, starting to rain outside, and I put in, like, Resident Evil 2. I think I played the, I don't think, I'm, I'm not sure if I played the first one then. I think I, I think I had, like, a demo disc of it in the very beginning, so I kind of got the understanding, but when I tried to play 2, I was like, this is fucking terrifying. Like, I remember, I think when Nemesis first shows up or something like that, or whatever it is. Oh, Mr. Yeah, X. This was it, the third one. Got Mr. It. X was the big guy in uh, Resident yeah. Evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got Mr. It. X, right? When, like, Mr. Mr. X showed up, and then, like, you just feel powerless was just yeah. one of those situations mm-hmm. that were, like, so, like, so it's scary. Yeah, and so then that, like that sounds like amnesia. Like you can't, you can't really fight him. You can only just it run away like from that, him. Right? Like, he goes away. Still sounds like Mr. Borman. Uh, yeah. me. <laughs> like it's I would love it to if, think like, about that. No, yeah, I'm it is. Coming to grab your jammies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's up, my fat ride? The bullets, they uh, do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop them. I oh, know. Right. Yeah, it feels like that's like where games come from. Is like, I think the like in what you were talking about with that uh, haunted mansion game. That's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not at all. But it's like that haunted, like whatever the game you were talking about is like you yeah, put yeah, that amnesia. thing on the TV. Um, even Amnesia. Like I think the games are like every single horror game came out like 
it has something that not other games come out with. And it's almost mm-hmm. like a discrepancy in what you're doing. Like you block slow, you can't run, like you have to turn on certain mm-hmm. houses, like you can't fight back from the monsters. Like they give you like a deficit of like trying like they give you a handicap, it seems like. It's like, yeah. well, mm-hmm. you eat like and I, always with me, always with like Resident Evil Two when I played it, like there was they make it hard for you to heal. Like, oh, you gotta buy this herb, like you gotta find this herb and then mix it with something or something like I forgot what it was or yeah. Or maybe yeah, I'm green. yeah it was just it. like just fucking make it easy for me. Like I'm in a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Like help me out. Like I'm trying to obey the law. Like I'm the stars. Like I'm tr- like I remember. Like yeah, I, I, I like literally is like it's really tough. But like that's honestly, a really good point. They le- Resident Evil lays heavy on hopelessness. They make yeah, you feel yeah. like it's hopeless. Well, that's Absolutely. actually what was so slick about the tank controls, because like you kind of hit it on the headboard where it was like, because you turn funny, because you do things not smoothly, it mimics the idea that you're so afraid you're not thinking clearly. So like yeah. it, it really does very, very well, because we've all had that minute in that game where something's coming at you, and you're very like slowly trying to turn to get to the door, but you can't start running yet. I mean, that mimics the actual... like. Brief moment where you could hear you're someone quote unquote paralyzed by fear. We're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. You know, I mean, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And it's yeah. happening in real time. So that it's it was a fucking brilliant move. I don't know. It was obviously the limitations of the, the series because later on they would quote unquote fix it. Yeah, but you can't. You know, you can't recreate that. And and you have to yeah. give Capcom some credit because Resident Evil is might be one of the only franchises that I can think of that has has brought it up like up the ante every game mm-hmm. to where it's like they make sure that they go the next level to make you scared they don't give you they know that if they give you the same bullshit you know you're like ah this is like the last game i'm not gonna be scared of this so they know to bring it to a next level you know like think about you know those resident evil one through three on playstation they were you know even nemesis like you know nemesis they brought it to a level where it's like well as long as i can get through this door i'll be I'll be safe because you get on the yeah. other side of the loading screen. I'm safe. Not in, not in Nemesis. When you go to the next right, door, yeah. he just bursts through the door. You're like, oh my <laughs> god, I'm not safe. You know. <laughs> but uh, remember, and then Resident Evil Four came out. Remember, uh, Mike, uh, it was you and me, and I can't remember who else was. But I got it for my birthday. Remember, and we were in my room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah! <laughs> I remember that. No, it was uh, it was me and Arheld. You left the room and oh, that's we right, were I left playing the room. <laughs> it. And I don't remember what it was, but we threw a bunch of shit at a bunch of villagers, and none of them died. Like we just <laughs> emptied out your grenade cache. <laughs> we were just like ah, and we nobody Bad died. Game and he's and we looked around. We literally looked around. And we're like oh fuck, we need Brett. Like we were trying to find Big Brother, you know what I mean? Like, hey, I I'm can't in the middle of my birthday this. party, so I'm like, yeah, I'm with guests, and I'm like, what? Are you, what? What's that, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, but but Bort being Bort went, what? Somebody needs my help for a video game, and it ditches everybody else in this room to come to us. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I, I I came in, and I think I almost immediately got my head sawed off by the chainsaw. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Because I'd never seen that screen. So if I never played this game before. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this is, this is scary shit. I'll get you out like, of this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, the goggles do nothing moment. <laughs> so. 
Well, like I'll say too about Resident Evil, what you guys are saying is like, like I feel like they like over time because I remember playing uh, to jump forward. I remember playing Resident Evil Seven. I think that's what it is. It's where like oh yeah, where with you... first person. Oh yeah, yeah. Where I, oh, I think it's literally like, and the story is like your wife, like all of a sudden sent you a letter and said she was like um, disappearing or moving in with a family that's like a cult or something like that. And then you just arrive trying to save her. Like, I remember, yeah, like, I played really... my good friend Space. Like, we were like, hey, let's get to do Resident Evil 7 together. Like, let's, like, we can't play it together, but let's, like, do the same thing. And so, like, I, I remember, like, a couple things about that. And, I don't, like, I'll, I, I have, uh, I, I won't t- talk too much about it. But I remember being, like, still at the very end being, like, why don't I have more fucking guns? Like I progressed through <laughs> this game and I, I have a Magnum with four bullets. Like I'm yeah. not going to use those four fucking bullets. Like there's no, no way I can get like something different. Like everything seems scarce. Like if you get yeah. something, you're like, that's awesome. But it's like, what are you going to use it on? You know, it's like, and yeah. that was the crazy part. Like I remember playing resident evil four. Um, and, and literally like, I don't know. They did. They did a great job of like understanding the feelings of those games and kind yeah. of pushing, putting you in like I don't know if there's like seven, seven scare factors of like isolation, you know, like stuff like that or whatever. But like it feels like they they do a good job of like some games feel like you're isolated. Some games feel like you're like you know I, I don't I don't know. But that's that's what it is. But if I yeah, if I have to scare, say, like, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, it does feel like they have. If there's all these different versions of of how to how to make a scary game, Resident Evil has all of them. They make sure to put mm-hmm. them all in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they do a great yeah. job. I remember yeah, when Red... I was a kid. You go, go, ahead. go on. No, go ahead. Oh, I I remember when I was a kid. Like um, a lot of it had to do with like when I was in school and I was in like middle school or or I feel like it was mostly middle school. Um, I did play a game in elementary school, but uh, it, I'll talk about that later. Maybe it was in middle school. But I remember, like, everybody would be like, Alter Beast was, like, the coolest fucking game. And I was like, well, you can turn to a werewolf? Yeah, and, so, and, I, and I never got to play that. Like, I, I, ha- I own it. Like, I, I, I since own it, I haven't got to play it because I want to, like, wait for, like, a special time because I'm weird like that. But um, there, there's, like, these games that, like, became larger than life. Like, like the Resident Evils, like when people talked about it, you're like, oh, I can't, like, I can't wait to play that. Like, oh, that's kind of nerve wracking. It's like scary. But like the first game I remember playing, we bought a, uh, it was, um, that was like a horror. Well, I'll, I'll go to this one because this one's like a one shot. Uh, it really, really cemented the idea that like, oh my God, I fucking love horror games. And it was Splatterhouse 3 for the Sega Genesis. Oh, I love Splatterhouse. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I remember getting Splatterhouse 3. I have no idea how. Um, I know I owned it, and I still own my original game for when I was a kid with my original (laughs) Sega. Um, Because, like, it laid a profound impact on me, where it was, like, I loved everything about it. I loved you can turn into this hulking thing that looked like Jason Voorhees. Like, I love that you're trying... Like, it was, like, a very simple storyline where it's like you have to rescue your daughter like your daughter is like taken and you need to rescue it and i remember the boss fights being like hard but i also made i I also seen it being like deranged 
You know, like, oh my god, like you're fighting this yeah. scary bear that, that like, had some of the best maggots. music too for for the Sega. That had some of the yeah. best music I'd ever heard. It was amazing. Yeah. That soundtrack is incredible, it, dude. In, in fucking incredible. And I remember being like, you feel like you feel powerful, but you also feel lost whenever you fight certain things. And I thought the yeah. level design, I thought the colors really have like, till this day, have like put a profound impact on me. Like I like. I love it. I love every bit of it. I love the art behind it. Like that, that was one of my, my absolute favorite games, um, that I played. And for the Genesis, it had multiple endings. Like you yeah. never saw that for a fighting, but basically it's a side scroll, but you never saw that kind of thing for the side, for a side scroller that you could have a, you know, a bad ending, a good ending kind of thing. And it had a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, no, I I remember that game very well. It, it's funny you mentioned Splatterhouse because I actually played the original one on the Turbo Graphics, and that show <laughs> was hard as hell. I got a hand, so I never bought the Turbo Graphics. I it was gifted to me by somebody else who didn't want it anymore. So this was already I was fully in the Genesis. I never played Splatterhouse ever. Um, they gave it to me with Splatterhouse, the original, and I think Ark the Lad, and Ark the Lad. I, I love Ark the Lad. Love I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember it at all. But I do remember Splatterhouse because that game kicked the shit out of me, and I kept. It was one of the few times where I'm like, I'm gonna keep playing this till I get better, as as opposed to yeah. be like, eh, this one's not for me. Like it, it, the graphics were amazing. Um, everything had this. It's it's funny to think about it now because it's almost like cliche now, but everything had this great like. Um, almost like a 1950s, 1960s like wood rotted look to it. So yeah. like it's it it looked like you were in like a mix of like Texas Chainsaw, you know Salem's Lot kind of deal, and yeah, I could not get enough of it. All the characters, um, all the monsters and stuff that you fought were designed in a way I'd never seen before. Because Turbo Graphics, you know, obviously was like the the loser in that generation of game, and I didn't know it even did graphics like that. That's how little I knew about it. And you're seeing like everything was dripping blood and gore and it would explode. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, you know, I didn't know it could do this. You know, yeah. So by the time you get to the third think one, about the idea. all in. All think in. All in on idea. the third one. Yeah. Just think about the idea of like, it's a wonder why they haven't tried to, you know, maybe it's because it's not as well known of a game, but like, think about that. You're, you're trying to save your daughter. And instead of being like transformed, transformed into some kind of superhero, it's like you must become Freddy Krueger to save your daughter. They did no try that again in 2010. I, I, so you might have played it, Boosh. I never played the remake. I did play. not. Oh. I, I know they made one for like the Xbox or something like that, right? Um, I, yeah, know, I, I think I, I own the system. And I was like, oh, interesting. And then I, I heard like I, I saw some of the pictures of it. And I was like, oh, it looks like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not retro. It, no, I, I from what I know, I, I I never played it. From what I know, they they tried to have it both ways. They you know try to quote unquote modernize it, so you become like the Hulk and stuff in the game. But at the same time, it's uh, I guess it doesn't have like the charm. It's like the the graphics mm. don't really have the charm. It's not that the levels aren't particularly fun. Uh, but yeah. that's from what I remember. Uh, but in all honesty, like it, for all I know, it's amazing. I'd never, I never I I don't have never played the stupid thing. But yeah, I'm I'm with you 100. percent Spider-House three was not only one of the best of that series, but probably one of the best Genesis games ever made, like in my opinion. Well, I, would, I would agree. And we'll, we'll jump to like, so I'll jump straight from like Sega and I'll, I'll jump straight to PlayStation, like the original PlayStation. Like um, just as a short story, like 
we were so poor growing up. Like we like, I'm not saying we were the poorest ever, but like, it felt like we didn't have the ability of getting any wants. It was all just needs, you know, like, mm-hmm. and so, um, and like, we like, Bob was so poor. I saw him kicking a down, can down the street. I said, what you doing, Bobby? He's a moving. That's right. That's an old cat, man. I remember. I, I, uh, oh, that's so funny. My mom used to so have poor, my mom. Went to, went to McDonald's and put a milkshake on layaway. <laughs> my, I, my mom used to stay up for me, um, and she used to watch In Living Color to write down the cat jokes that was happening so I can tell my friends <laughs> at school that I Oh, the dirty desert? Oh, that's, that's yeah, what I, I thought. Oh, that. that's hilarious. I fucking, I, all those jokes are, are so, so my, funny. My favorite um, joke was uh, Jamie Foxx did the, your mom was so fat. She sat in a corner and squeezed a book out of George Washington's nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember going to, and I remember going, that's so funny. Why well, I always talk about I'm poor. Uh, that's a real thing. Anyways. <laughs> um, um, but uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, my dad some was in Vietnam. It didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I remember there was two games uh, to me that were uh, very pivotal in my life. That I've, I've probably played every single one of them, um, no matter what system they come from. And the first one is Castlevania Symphony of the Other Night. That one um, oh, played a profound impact on me. Such a good um, game. Yeah, I, I, I played that. I played that like I – that was the first game that unlocked this ability in me where I would I would like – Go back to wherever it was because that first mysterious like wall you hit and you get a, an item. I was like, "What? Like what the fuck?" I was like, "That yeah. is insane." Um, I and I, I remember literally like fighting Medusas, like fighting death. Like I played that game like more hours than at that time I've ever played any game in my life. Like no, and that I, was until this me. day. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I got the reverse castle, and I like I never had I had never had the ability of reading anything. I never had the ability like I would go to GamePro and and like read things on, at, at Safeway. Like I would go to Safeway, read it, wouldn't be able to buy the book and just put it down. But I don't think I read anything about Castlevania. But like when they did a reverse castle and you like you played through the game again, like I can't That's... remember many times in my life where I was so giddy to be able to play the game. And, like, I remember talking to friends years later, like, they just turned the castle upside down, and then you had to play it again? I was like, fuck yeah! No, but they changed like, everything around. Yeah, like, and everything became yeah. better. Like, a, a fucking incredible game. Just the yeah. absolute best. And I, and I remember, like, that game particularly, like, and I've played, since then, I've played every single Castlevania game like yeah. some of them I didn't beat, but most of them I did. Like if you guys have a 3DS or you end up buying a 3DS one day, the Castlevania games on the 3DS are fucking awesome. Like oh, every single Moon? one. Portrait of yeah. Yeah. Well, I played the Moon, one Portrait for um, Game Boy Advance. It was really good. Was oh, I played those Boy? ones too. Those, um, yeah. oh, I, I have it still. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. What's it called? I'll think of it later. I, that's yeah, but if that one was really good. That's the best game I bought for you. Ah, uh, yeah. I would agree. But besides Castlevania, I think the games that I like, I literally till this day, I went to GameStop and looked for like small items. Like I, every, every single, so when I go somewhere, like if I travel somewhere like an hour and a half away or something like that, like I'll always try to find or like drive far away, blah, blah, blah. Or if I'm visiting a town that I've never been to or a state I've never been to, I look for better local upside game down. stores. I know. Yeah, this place would be better upside <laughs> down. Yeah. I wonder what's in the walls. Hey, you know, it's like, right. 
Yeah, I always look for local game stores that I can go to, and I always try to find, um, which is funny, uh, which is my probably my favorite game franchise of all time, Twisted Metal Video Games. Um, yes! Yeah, I, I, I am the biggest fan of the Twisted Metal. Like, if I can say, if I can jump to any anything that has, like, advanced my horror, like, all of these things were, like, encompassing the, the circle thing, and then you get to Twisted Metal, where, like, you get these... Like that was the first game I bought for PlayStation. Um, yeah. My mom won a uh, my mom won a a radio uh, a radio uh, contest where she won a thousand dollars, and we were oh, like, shit. "This is life changing money." <laughs> and it was like she had to name a song and call the first time, and she was like, uh, "I'm gonna like you guys can buy anything you want to." And like we were like, "We want to buy a fucking PlayStation." And so we went. To the I got a, I got a great radio story about that myself. <laughs> we need insulin. What's number yeah. two on the list? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because we were like, oh, like we're, we want a PlayStation. So we would go to Matt's Game Exchange. And I, I remember every single thing about this bit in my life. I can rem- I don't remember when I graduated high school. I don't remember when I got good grades. Like, Irrelevant. I go- yeah, I remember going to Matt's Game Exchange <laughs> and like my mom was like, and this was like, and this is like literally has, has changed my decision making in my entire life. Um, looking at it now, she was like, "You can buy one game," and we spent an hour looking, like looking at the backs of games, doing things like this. Going, and it was me and my brother, and we never got along ever. Like, and it was like we came to a conclusion where it's like, okay, it's going to be either Street Fighter or it's going to be Twisted Metal. And I was like, it's got to be Twisted Metal. This looks so cool. And we bought Twisted Metal, and like seeing the bios for people. Like reading the bios oh, in the God, car yeah. from the pamphlet, like I was like, "This is all like crazy." Somebody has. I don't think I've heard thing. a cooler than Needles Cane. I think that's the coolest. Yeah, thing I've ever heard. yeah. Needles yeah. Cane, fuck yeah! Like you're an ice cream truck, and you, uh, oh my God, like everything about it, like, and and I think that like really has like to this day, like I stream Dead by Daylight. Like I think about Twisted Metal when I'm streaming Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, like it's like I I think about it constantly. I think about it consistently. Like well, I all play... the characters were fantastic. There's not a single like weak character in the entire bunch in that game. Like you I don't think to so play at all. all of like them. yeah, you want to play all it... of them just to try it. <laughs> and you know, in Twisted my Metal. head, I don't yeah. I don't classify Twisted Metal as horror in my head, but it totally is. But yeah. there's you know there's a car destruction genre. And in my in my brain, I just like it goes yeah. See, see, me too. Me too. There's a there's a vehicle. But combat you're right. Thing. It is a horror game. It's totally a horror game. You know. Yeah, and I and I think like this is like you see you read all of these other bios for everybody, right? And like you see like it's like this person's like this way, this person's that way. Mister Slam, these two guys, and it's overall them trying to get to a prize. And so like mm-hmm. I associate Mr. everybody, Mister Borkham. Yeah, and like Mr. Blood. Like, like yeah. And like when I when I associate that as horror games, like when I when I think of that, I think to myself, like, these people are driving this car and they're trying to get a wish and I'm killing them to get my yeah. wish. Oh no. It, it makes you want to play as everybody. That's what I was saying. Like I, I'll never forget one, the bios are amazing. I to this day I still have it in my brain that Sweet Tooth made his own face with using a hammer and chisel. And that's just yeah. because that's what it, it was a throwaway. <laughs> that's just a throwaway, but it was a line in the uh, I don't remember if it was in the manual or if it was just on the select screen, and it's still in my brain. Like it's it was so vivid to me back then. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, what I mean? just I, I still remember. But no, no, just like you were saying, you wanted you knew that all the wishes were gonna have some kind of weird thing to it, and um, it's 
you knew there was going to be a lot of like that monkey's paw thing or whatever they were going to wish oh, for yeah. was going to come back at them. And you still wanted almost everyone to win. That way you kind of understand, because you now had backstart everybody. You're like, oh shit, like this, this guy get to see his daughter again. Does this guy get to do this or that? And it's, it's fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. And uh, oh, yeah, I was right there with you. So good too. For Tristan Metal 2, those cutscenes, I still watch them occasionally. I just yeah. put on the, the clips of all, God, I love the, um, uh, was it Grasshopper? The narrator is great too. Shit, Grasshopper is is Calypso's daughter, but when mm-hmm. she wins, she goes up to him, and it's not it's not his daughter. It's a it's a a robot with a bomb in it from the CIA. When he looks in her eyes, he sees property of the CIA, and then she blows up Calypso. Yeah, <laughs> like no, they just made me look like your daughter. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. Or, uh, I, was like, it Hammerhead or the guys that? Uh, was it Hammerhead? They wished they could fly. They wanted to wish they yes. could fly. And then they jumped like... off the building and they just fall to their deaths and Calypso's holding a pair of airplane tickets. <laughs> I'm playing through that oh, game right now and like it's it's one of the most fun. Like I I really, really love it. Like I I, I love I'm playing through two now. I have three and four. Like uh Black, obviously one of the absolute best games ever made. Um like that like the cutscenes there, like I remember my first character I played as Crazy Eight. And it was his boxer, like that, like did a botch surgery or something like that, that like cut out his eyes. I don't oh, know. Yeah. And like he couldn't, he couldn't fight anymore. And um, Calypso at the very end, like finds the people that like fucked him over, and then he gives them like a boxing glove with a bunch of like, um, uh, like blades on it or something like that, and the guy's tied up. Uh, but he, there's a lot. There's like a lot of stuff. But like that, that like the the first twist of the metal. Um, to two, three, four, the Rob Zombie one, anyone, fucking meter made, whatever. I, like mm-hmm. that stuff to me, like I now collect. I've collected horror movies probably the last four years. Um, and I guess I guess I'll not to bring it all video games, but and, and, and I'll say this too. I'll, I'll skip the video game part because like that's awesome. But I'll say like it's all it's all same encompassing of the fact that like I remember getting invited to like a party when I was in middle school and it was like my first sleepover. And I remember it was like, we got pumpkin head. Do you want to watch it? You know, that feeling is still there for me where it's like, uh, Ooh, it's like dark and night and nobody knows we can do this. And I'm scaring people, you know, or this is scary. Like, being a like, little so, bit yeah, not the, yeah. So it, it's funny you mentioned that. that shit did not change for me after middle school. So I, I had a friend of mine that I made later in life. So uh, long story short, he came, so he came from Japan. And he introduced me to Japanese horror, and I never really watched any of it. So this is, like, in the very beginning of, like, Ringu and the Eye and stuff like that. So he – I'd never seen this shit in my life. But just like you were saying, like, hey, I got this thing. So every, like, weekend or two, he'd be like, hey, you know, have you ever seen blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, fucking how about it? So yeah, – like, have you really? seen have you have you seen Suicide Club? <laughs> no, no, but it'd be it would it would honestly be like it would be like, hey, you know, have you seen Battle Royale? I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he would show me a clip and it's a bunch of school kids holding hands and jumping in front of a train. I'm like, oh I'm down. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what yeah. this is, but I'm I'm one hundred percent down. Um, and then to kind of go back in it, he did the same thing with games. So uh my one of my picks, and I'll go just because it kind of ties into yours, um, was Fatal Frame. Yeah, Fatal Frame. Fatal right? Frame. So, Wow. So Fatal Frame was one of my favorite ones. Again, one of those like, hey, you got to play this this thing, you know, because I was getting into the Japanese horror stuff. Uh, basically, the first one was about a Japanese like history buff 
who takes a magic hammer into a haunted castle, and it sounds very Japanese-y right off the bat. And he stumbles into a cult, and I'm like, all right, it's kind of cool. And then I'm like, so what do you get? And he's like, oh, you get nothing. You don't even play as him. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you play as his sister, and you run around shrieking, and you take pictures of ghosts. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, even better, the, the game is based on a true story. And I'm like, I'm in. That was cool. And but my favorite one of that series is the second one, this one called Crimson Butterfly. Almost the same concept, except instead of a house, they went even bigger. You're now in this village, and they decided they're gonna go all in on like the ghosts themselves. So it's considered to be probably one of the scariest games of that era, and I actually 100 percent agree where every single ghost has its own does isn't scripted it's almost like resident evil with nemesis wherever it wants to go it scares you whatever the hell it wants and every single ghost is basically its own mini movie so it's its own little violent episode you see why they're haunting this area they're usually being chased by some fucking horrific killer as well and all you've got is your camera so you've got to fucking take photos see these things straight on in front of your fucking face and they're obviously frightening. And it's great because you're still just a dude. You're still just a kid running around. You know, try, in this situation, you're trying to, trying to save your sister. But it, it's all – it's kind of cliche stuff. But the, the feeling of helplessness of like, oh, there's no bullets. We don't have guns here. You know, like you start yeah. wishing for Chris Redfield you know, very much right off the bat because there's no way I'm going to win. So don't you, you, open you talk, that door. Yeah, right. But but just like you're saying, the Resident Evilness of it, but you know, tweaking it and refining it, it's not only is it don't open that door, but that shit's coming to get me. Every single room is. I better just sit here with my camera, waiting for this thing to come through. Uh, maybe we're cool. You put it away, and then that's when the fucking thing comes against you. And it's got a jump scare. In the, it has a secret jump scare in the game that scared me and my buddy, who I think at the time we were like maybe 20 years old and so we were we were men quote unquote and if you leave the screen out long enough the ghosts it come at you at the screen to like wake you up and we both screamed that's two grown men and immediately had to keep playing because if we left it for too long obviously they're going to come and get us anyway that's awesome god i, I remember uh i forgot about it until you mentioned it. it's oh we're this is the unlocking memories episode yeah, for real. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it. I, I haven't played any of the new ones since I think the third one, fourth one, back in the so this is back still in the PS era. I know they kept making it, and I know at some point in time it started getting like more like uh almost it, at least as far as what visually it looked more and more like a Final Fantasy kind of thing. So I was kind of out. But yeah, the, the first few amazing, definitely did, worth checking out just for that just for a different change of pace alone. So I think it it does. It does deserve a mention is uh, Friday the 13th, the game. I, that was on my list, but I figured yeah. you guys were going to skip it to go to, 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 go to DVD. <clears throat> well, you can't talk about Dead by Daylight without talking about first Friday the 13th. Yeah, cause, exactly. Yeah, that game was so much fun. Just just the idea, it's, it's, it's I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike, if you're going to talk about well, it. Well, I, I was just about to say, uh, Friday the 13th came out in 2017, and it was one of those games where I'd never seen anything like it, that people have tried to copy it. But essentially, it's one on, what was it? How many other guys were there? Five? Seven? It was eight. Like, was it yeah. eight? So it's it's one versus eight, which is a concept I'd never heard of in my entire fucking life. One of the first games 
where because you could you because of your power set, you can create jump scares. You could literally create moments, movie moments in a fucking video game whenever you wanted to. It was it was fucking incredible. On top of that, you're the one versus eight. The one person you play as is Jason. So you're immediately scared because you instead of eight guys going like we're gonna run around. Of course, trolling wise, they did this anyway. But it, 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 you know, we're gonna run around and own Jason. You were all terrified of Jason. You didn't know where he was on the map. You didn't know when he was gonna appear. You knew that there was a way to kill him. But at the beginning of it, thankfully, nobody had it spoiled yet. So you didn't know, hundred percent know until obviously, you know, obviously once somebody figured it out, it was on YouTube and everybody started doing it. Yeah, I'll never forget one of my favorite moments. So, so Bort and I used to play this shit all the time. And one of my favorite moments is we were going to cheat. So we both had earpieces on and I believe I was Jason and he was uh, just a regular camper. Oh yeah. Remember this? And so we were listening to people. He was telling me where they were and I could hear people talking and screaming in his headset or his speaker. And there was this kid who had never played the game before. So he would tell me where he was at. I would do a jump scare where I would like be invisible and then appear in front of him. Yeah, and Jason you would hear this teleport to anywhere kid. on the map. Yeah. yeah. You could hear this poor kid screaming at Brett asking for help. <laughs> Brett Brett had his revenge on me though, because I'd fucked him over a couple games before. So he's he was setting me up. We're gonna be here. We're gonna be at this car. They're the last two guys left. I'm like, sweet, I'm going to do the same thing. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm going to kill this kid. I <laughs> we do there. this thing in the uh, Lakeside Killers uh, mm. where it, we call Civil War. Yeah. You, can, you can call Civil War whenever you want. And all of a sudden, <laughs> it, it goes from we're on the same team to be Now we're one enemies. One. Now, <laughs> mind you, I'm, a, I'm about to win this game. I'm about to win it. I'm going to let Baker go. Team team Time Pal is at it again. Nice job, Time Pal. <laughs> and we're converging on this kid. Baker at the last fucking seconds. Civil Wars, my dumbass. He puts the kid in the car, starts the engine, and drives away. It's the equivalent <laughs> of like if I could, I would have taken off my mask and stomped up and down on it like that Texan in The Simpsons, and it just like shakes like my fist because <laughs> we were gonna win. We were gonna win, but no, <laughs> we're ditching underscore and you know in this puff of this cloud of smoke it was it was fucking great and you and those are the moments i love in those kind of games because you can't you can't make that you can't script that it's 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 just great and obviously being able to hear the reactions of everybody as i'm fucking around trying to scare we were not at the time i wasn't even trying to kill anyone it was just like hey they're gonna be in this room sweet i'm gonna be right there well remember the other time the other time great is i i you and i had never seen I did really. I just heard rumblings of how to kill Jason. And yeah. You were Jason, and uh, I and I was a survivor, and I was telling you the locations. You know, we were totally cheating, and yeah. even with my help, the whole team was just so good at working together. They were able to. What you kill had me. to do was you had to get. You have to go to his shack. You have to get his mother's sweater. So somebody has to wear the sweater. Then somebody has to die so that Tommy Jarvis can come back. Then you have to get Jason's mask off. And then you have to hit Jason. You have somebody has to hit him, and then Tommy Jarvis has to kill him with an axe. So that's how it works. And they were able to do all that with me trying to hit everybody for you, like we yeah. were both trying to kill everybody. <laughs> he basically tried to turn against everybody, all the other campers. And, it's, and they, they were still really, they still worked really well together. And I'm like, 
fuck, man. And then, of course, we played Dead by Daylight. That's all that game is, is everybody working really well together. We go like, oh, oh, okay. But to go back over, like, they've tried to remake this game. Like, I've tried, I've played variations of this exact game, and the only one that comes close to Dead by Daylight, and that, that includes Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw I love, but Texas Chainsaw doesn't scratch the same kind of itch. I, I feel that same way, too, as well. I, I like... I, yeah, I, I, um, you know, and, and there was something special about Friday the 13th too, as well. Like, I, like it wasn't because I don't think like, they just made it so well. I think it was by the same company too, as well. Yeah. I believe it's gun. I believe they made this. I, I think it's the same one, but like, honestly, like I've never, I remember me and my buddy space and we were like, are we going to, like we like, we gotta, we we're like, gonna have to have space on the podcast too. He's, he's dope. He's really cool. Great guy. Very, very smart. Very, very smart. But, like, that was when we first sort of be, were becoming – we were friends before, but, like, we started becoming friends, and then we're like, oh, we love horror movies, like, uh, Friday the 13th is coming out. Like, let's get it as soon as it comes out and play it. Horror brings and, people together. That's right. And I remember we I remember we did, but I, he got he got a box set. Uh, he got a special box set, which I'm jealous to till this day, um, <laughs> where you can get – like, it's like the game was in a metal machete case. Like, oh shit! Ooh. Yeah, we're like you can get a metal machete case and stuff like that, which is really. <laughs> but um, but anyways, uh, yeah, we we played it, we loved it. Um, sad it's dead. Uh, funny fun fact actually, before I jumped on, um, there was more people playing the Friday the Thirteenth game than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game last night. Oh, last oh, night, yeah, yeah, all these on yeah. yeah. So well, it's I, about I to go offline got... forever. So that's yeah. that's part of it too. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is uh, which is interesting and, and like awesome. Um, but yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing that quite like. There's no game I played, and I was hoping Texas Chainsaw Massacre did that. But like, I don't know. Like, I don't like. There's a way. There's a way I think where there's so many Friday the Thirteenth movies and um and things happening where like there's a fun factor to it, and I don't mm. think like there's a fun factor to obviously Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Um, you know, but there's something that could be like, uh, that they did a great job of like beating a dead horse, but also like, for instance, like I, I watched, uh, Jason lives last night before, before I went to bed. Right. Uh, Might be, might be the best Friday the 13th movie. A lot of people regard you as that one. So yeah. And, and, um, yeah, I, and I love that one. Um, actually, Oh, I watched Jason goes to hell. My bad. Let me just change everything. Jason goes to hell, and there's might, some, might there's be some, the worst one. I don't know. I love out. that. One I was gonna say it, I didn't hate it. I thought it was cool. I didn't I, hate it either, like, but it, it's yeah. hated by a lot of people. It, like the first the first fifteen minutes, they literally blow Jason up. But there's yeah. so many moments. And then he's a worm, you know. <laughs> he's he's a worm, but like the funny the funny thing is, and, and, and like that's what I'm like. There's that ability of being like, we're going like I don't think in Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they like tried to like reinvent the wheel over and over again where it's hilarious like there's a it's guy always a there. new family but it's always the sawyers but like it's new family members and that's not yeah. as fun as the concept of you know new freddy new jasons all the time you know with one exception is i love the fact that they kept granddad and they just made him a skeleton well, the because he's the best at killing you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, and i'll say I too that. with he's like that's the killing <laughs> he's the, he's the best at killer. Hey, granddad, remember him? He was the best. Um, <laughs> but it, it makes me like for the Friday the Thirteenth, like for when Jason goes to hell, 
there's a bounty hunter there that's like hunting Jason. And I, I, I keep forgetting that there's a scene that makes me laugh the entire time is like, cause she kind of plays like the, the audience a little bit because they blow, they blow Jason up. Right. Um, they blow Jason up at the first 15 minutes. They stage everything. It's, it's, it's funny. It's, it's hard to believe. It's awesome. It's great. Um, and they see like all the pieces of his body on the ground. And then this guy who's a bounty hunter trying to hunt Jason, like he sees the heart and he goes, nah, they didn't kill him. You're like, what? You guys missed the heart. And I you guys forgot to put a stake in there. It's like, wait. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I yelled at Byron because they're watching it. And I was like, why didn't he just yell out and tell him? Like, kill the heart. Like, stab it. You know, it's like, what is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was so fun. I, I loved it. I, I, it's so, so funny. Um, I forgot but about I, it, that shit. It feels, it feels like too, is like, there's a bit of that, like, yeah, okay, we're in a Jason game. You can drive a car, you know, <laughs> like, you get yeah, a pitchfork, yeah. like, and, uh, yeah, like, I, I, um, a lot of fun. And I don't think, like, a lot of games nowadays, um, would be able to hit that. Um, or especially, I think, um, the game, you know, like, the, the game Dead by Daylight, um, there's a weird and, and and I'll just say from my experience of playing like all those games, there's a weird thing that Dead by Daylight does that allots you to like scare people to like be all these either licensed or not licensed killers. And like they do something that I think I probably I and it's like it comes back to the twisted metal. It's like you have all of these people with these backstories that like whether or not they're good or evil, uh, what yeah, they the do. Lore. Like, the lore yeah. is very important to DVD. The lore is actually exactly. excellent, too. It makes me wish that it's one of the few times I'm like, man, I really wish they would have, they would do something with a comic book series or something, anything. Yeah. You know? How yeah. you could finish it. Cause I know why you can't do it in this kind of game. I get it. But I, I would, there's a hundred percent, there are times where I'm like, man, that fucking Baxter is excellent. You know what I mean? Like, where, where do you go yeah, with this? Yeah. Right. Where do you go with this? So like, oh, and, and it's frustrating because you want something because every single one is its own little vignette, like the, the fatal uh, frame <clears> stuff <throat> for the second one. When you have all these small vignettes, you're like, I need to finish this vignette. I need to finish whatever the hell you guys are trying to show me. And yeah. it's, it's, it's maddening when you don't. I really like that, uh, you know, it kind of started, the game kind of started as kind of uh, the original killers were kind of copies of movie. You know, the hillbilly was obviously Leatherface and uh, the spirit is obviously um, Ringu, you know, kind of stuff like that. Yeah. But, it, you know, they, they had this lore to each character and even and the survivors had their own backstory too. And I love that they didn't, they could have probably done away with that as soon as they started getting actual licensed movie villains, movie killers, but they didn't. Yeah. And that, that's really, that really, that's another reason why it's fun to keep coming back to the game and keep coming back. And whenever they have a new killer, you, you, you find yourself coming back to the game. You know, or a lot of people do, you know, uh, it's, it's an extra detail that some, a game like Friday the 13th is you're not going to get and Texas Chainsaw you're not going to get is that, you know, as as much fun as it is when they're like, ooh, they finally added, uh, you know, they finally added Pinhead. It's like, oh, that's cool. What's even more exciting is when they're like, 
new killer the dredge and you look yeah, at the you're dredge, like what like, is that holy yeah. shit what the fuck is that oh he can jump out of lockers and just you're like that is terrifying so it's like you know, getting your own like it's like getting a new horror movie you know with a new horror movie character every yeah. you know yeah you want to discover what it does and what it doesn't do yeah it's, it's part of the fun yeah and it has its own backstory you know so it's like that's what kind of separates it from other horror games and and makes it what I, in this guy's opinion, the best horror game of all time, you know, but this humble opinion, you know, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It like, I, there's a feeling you get from it too. That like, that I was, that we were talking about. It's just like, um, it has so many variations of how it feels and what you can do and stuff like that. And again, um, I love jump scaring people. Uh, there's a lot, there's a large skill base too in that game. Like I, I played it when it first came out and, um, I sucked. I was like the worst. I tried to play the survivor. Um, just the hardest, the fucking hardest game I think I played. I was playing with some people that were really good. Some of my friends that picked it up a lot. And like, I honestly didn't think I would have like been good at it. Um, and I think I like realistically, I feel like it took me like two years. But then I dropped off and I didn't play it for a couple of years and I came back to yeah. it and they just like, they, they didn't have to like change everything, you know, but like they made it like so polished. And, yeah, um, absolutely. It's the, the, the game it was when it was, when it first came out, I was playing it when it first came out too. The game it was is definitely not the game it is today. It is yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. as much as people com- complain about how unfair it is, which is something you're always going to say when you lose at any game. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is, it is, it's so much more fair, you know, even if you get the occasional face campers, which they finally got rid of face camping or the put in the nice precaution to face camping. Um, but yeah. no, it's, 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 it's such a balanced game and it has enough variables with your own perks and just trying to avoid not being caught. You know, it's, it's, it is a sophisticated game of hide and seek, you know? Yeah. Um, that I don't get tired of it. I, you know, I remember, you know, when I was starting out, I only play killer occasionally and it's, it's fun, but I love survivor. And I remember, you know, in the, within the first year of playing the game, I'm like, man, I am, I, I was like, am I going to be dog shit forever? You know? And I just yeah. kept play, playing and playing it. So now I've got to a point where I'm like, I think I'm a pretty damn good survivor. <laughs> uh, yeah. have, is going to have to attest for me. I think I do pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, you're fantastic. Yeah, you're fan. I I think that's like, that's the cool part about it. I think like this is one of those rare games if you put time into it, like and you learn these like, you learn the subtle skills and you learn try to like think of somebody or or think of what the other person's thinking. Um, But yeah, man, you rule. You're like you're like you play so well. Like you play not only really really well, but like you're calm when you do it. You know, which yeah. is like awesome. Like you're like, oh yeah, I got him. <laughs> I was like, there's a fun way of like escaping <laughs> death. You know, like, like ah, I, I, uh, I get, I get, I, I do give myself a pat on the back uh, that even even if it only happens once a stream, if I am able to loop a killer so bad that he gives up the chase, yeah, I'm like yeah. That, that's fucked. I guess I'm pretty. Yeah, I guess fun. I'm okay. You know, he's yeah. like, well, fuck this guy. I'm gonna try somebody not as hard. Easier, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And I, I, I play, like, I, I am falling, I always fell in love with being a killer and chasing people 
and having the ability of doing something um, where you scare people. Like Dredge, like Dredge is one of my favorite characters in anything. He can literally pop out of lockers um, and scare you. There's so many inventive ways to scare people in that game. And you can physically see the reaction of the jerk of the controller or the keyboard when something did not expect happen. And that's yeah. like yes. my favorite feeling. Like it's it's so awesome. It's so fun. Um, and what's great about yeah. Boosh is that you are a phenomenal killer. And not only are you a phenomenal killer, but uh, a lot of people, most people, when they're playing killer, they choose all the perks that are going to really give them the best advantage. You only choose the perks for the actual killer. You only play vanilla killer, so it's you only oh, use the yeah. perks that are that are. Uh, given to that specific killer. So not only are you doing, you're really g- good at it, you're doing it really at a disadvantage. You know, like if you actually played with perks that would actually help, you know, like the actual killer, you would be unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just, that's another testament to you. It's like you get, you know, and, and you're not afraid to uh, lose a couple of rounds with a new character. You're always like each week, like you just picked up uh, the twin. Yeah, and you're already and like within two nights, two streaming nights, maybe maybe one and a half streaming nights. I'm like, you're already getting pretty damn good with the twins. <laughs> you know? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah like and, and I, I appreciate that, and I think like it harkens back. I've never used that word in my life. I can't believe I just used it. He harkens to her. Hark, hark, he. Sorry, guys. I just watched Last of the Mohicans for the first time, and I feel like I can use the word <laughs> I just watched Underscore's crossbow video game, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're taking it old school. <laughs> but, both uh, both but... of those have great soundtracks. Great soundtracks. Yes, it does. <laughs> but it brings me back to, like, that twist of the metal. Is like, um, I think one of the reasons, like, I try not to brag that I'm, like, playing vanilla. I just like to, like, whenever I'm streaming sometimes and there's new people in, I'm like, ah. Uh, and I have, like, people that are like, oh, choose this perk. Do this. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not here, like, for that, you know, yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm not here for a long time, but I'm here to have a good time, uh, but, you know, well, it's just like, you know, in all honesty, though, that, that, that is how it goes, you have to, however you have your fun, like, if your fun is only winning, this is going to be a pretty empty game for you, honestly, yeah, you know what I mean, and my, if you're trying and to create moments, then, yeah, it's totally different, 100%, and I think that's the kind of confusing part, is, like, like, I'll say we, we, I got this viewer, and he, like, He's like jumping ship from other streamers and going to me. And he's like, all right, I came to him. And like, he's, he's cool and he plays, but like, you can, like, I try to have a gauge on it, right? And I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to say that, yeah. I'm not going to say his name. And I appreciate him being there and stuff like I that. I know who you're talking but, about too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, he's, it, but it's constantly like, if you make a mistake or if you feel like it's, it's, he had, like, did you guys ever play League of Legends? No. Like, and we have a whole episode on that shit because, yeah, because uh, Shadow Spartan plays that I guess competitively, so I yeah. I know nothing about League of Legends. The biggest thing that you have to know is it like there's two things. It's the best. It's one of the absolute best games competitively ever made with so many different characters with backstories. It's awesome. It's like a MOBA of a D- DBD. However, Ooh. the community is 100 percent the worst community. You can never oh, play with. I've heard it's a toxic it community. And here's the thing that really uh, I heard that too when I played it and stuff like that. Here's the thing win or lose, win or lose, somebody will tell you how bad you did. Win or lose, somebody will be like, you fucking sucked. 
And like, but it's also the same token too. Is like, it's it's a team based five person game, and everybody has a specialty in which they need to do. And so, and the first twenty minutes of the game is you're by yourself trying to get as strong to help the team. And then when you guys get together, you can fuck everything up by like not being the best. Um, anyways, uh, I don't know where I, was. I feel like I knew where I was going with that tangent. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think so, like, going into this, this guy. Yes. So this person, this person plays that game, and it's evident because, like, no matter how well you do or when you learn, and like, um, like I didn't open an exit gate properly, but we lived and we're okay. But it was like yeah. you should have, like, you know, you should have, like, in tapped that gate. And like, I, it's funny because like this person just wants to go against me constantly. He's like, dude, if we play, like, he's like, you're great. You're like a phenomenal killer. But like, I think one on one, I could beat you. And I'm like, that's cool, man. I'm sure you could. You know, like, yeah, we're all exactly. having a good time here. Like, we're all having a good time. You know, it's like, but I'm you know, sure you the do, funny like, thing is, job. though, he is. You hear that, Greg? Lighten the fuck up. <laughs> but, but the thing is, he's that guy or girl or. No, it's a dude. No, it's not a dude. Um, That's a dude move. There's no way. Let's not even do that. This is more, not even good, dude. They're more like the rest of us. We all kind of have that thing. And I, you, how many times does Mike, Michael? How many times do you have to stop me from like getting into flame wars online? You're like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, constantly. Stop, stop, constantly. Because I want to be the same way. I want to be like, where were you on that one, dipshit? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but Boosh but is so. I'm gonna keep praising you again, Boosh. He's so good at it. He's so good at like just being like it's it's on the game. What the big yeah. deal? You know, well, no, no, it becomes less fun as a viewer <laughs> or as a game player when someone's constantly chirping and you're just like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, are you well, even, even win or lose? Time? Are you even having winner, a good time doing it? Yeah, win yeah. or lose. Like if Boosh like just wrecks everybody, he's like, oh, you guys did really well. And I hope good luck in the rest of your games. Sorry I wrecked you all. Or if you sometimes you get wrecked and you're like, you guys are really great. You guys played really great. And it's like that just shows how how um, good of a person you are. <laughs> that you're like, it is only a game, so you're not you're not going to be like son of a bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, thanks so. for that. I and I and I say it too when I'm streaming is like. I and I tell I, I like I had a, a situation yesterday I think happened where like I like my games and it's okay but like my ratio is usually like 80 20 80 time 80 percent of the time I'll uh, I'll do really well and and a hundred percent of the time I'll do really well for myself because I'll have yeah. goals like I'll be like oh it would be fun to do this or it'd be fun to learn this and like all for kind of like a bigger picture um, but I'll, I'll also like like those games where I get wrecked. Like, I just, I'm like, oh, you know, that was a great, that was like a great match, guys. I'm like, wow, like this is something that I'm going to learn from, you know, for the future. And it's stuff called, like it's that. called, it's yeah. taking it on the chin, you know, like, you yeah, to, you get punched in the mouth. And what it says something about the, the metal of a man. It's you're just like, you got me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But most and of it's, us, it's, most of us are so toxic. We're like, I hate you. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny because like I I I've been hearing that the Dead by Daylight community is like is like I for some reason I started like I have like the socials for my uh for my stream and stuff like that and for for some reason Twitter wants to like twitch.tv.com/boostg4tv let's 
Let's go ahead. Give that <laughs> a promotion right now. Twitch.com slash I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at doing that, so I, that, that's kind of you. Thank you very much. I like, oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm pretty good at that. Twitch.com slash <laughs> uh, But it's, it's one of those things where it's like I, I started that Twitter, and then like I'll get like a notification on my phone, which I'm very bad at looking at anyways because when I'm at work, I don't look at my phone. Um, but, I'll, but I, which is crazy, but anyways, but I'll get a notification. It's like, and, and like literally like almost weekly, I'll have somebody that's like, I'll be like, what is going on? Like, I, I just want to let you know I'm stepping away. I'm not having a good time. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'll click on it. And it'll be like a dead by daylight streamer. Who's like, the community has been like really bad, but I'll say this, I'll, I'll say this, um, is I really feel strongly of how much fun I'm having in the game. Um, and I, I think being able to spread like positivity in a horror game where like it could be hyper competitive in which it is. Um, I think it's, I think it's just, uh, I'm very fortunate about like where I am and like people watching me and I have like great friends like supporting me. Like Bortman's one of them. Thank you very much. You, you fucking rule. Thank you for doing that. Um, thanks for taking your time out of your day to, to watch me. Um, and it's kind of funny. It's because like, in my head, one of my goals is like, I think like in my head, I think this, this person who is like being ultra competitive is, is somebody like, and this sounds like, uh, like, you know, one of those classic, like bad relationships where it's like, I think I could change him. You know, where it's like, <laughs> I think, I think the more positive. Oh no, that do, bird's got I a broken it, wing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I feel like I can like be like a positive change for the people who are having a hard time. Like, um, like this, this kid who's like maybe like 16 or 17 and you can find different ways of having fun without having to be competitive and win all the time. You know, yeah. like you can be competitive, but like, also don't be a sore loser, you know, like don't. And I, and I think, uh, not to be weird. I think the games that we played, like to nice, put a nice blanket around it. The games that we played made it very hard for us to succeed, but that challenge of taking a long time to play resident evil and taking a long time to play resident evil two, where you're getting chased and you almost die. Um, it's just one of those situations where like, I think, and I'm not saying all of us aren't that way, but I think the quickness now of games, of things you can do, and the quick hits you can get from things, I think for the future generation is, like, really tough. Because all media is, like, brought down to, like, five seconds. You know, you can do an instant judgment. And, like, uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of scary to be like, well, that's five five seconds, I can judge that thing. But before it was like, we don't know. Like, we have to spend, like, two hours of this Resident Evil that we have no idea what's happening to judge this thing. So it's, it's interesting. I hope, And I, uh, you know, I, I don't know why I just went into this nice little speech, but I think it's, like, nice to, in the future, I it's hope... Good speech. Um, good speech. I hope we all can have, like, you know, and I hope we can have fun with the things that we're doing and know that competitively, if you're having fun, you win. And you get endorphins and you're happy and it's awesome. You know what? I, I hear you. Um, I disagree. I want winners. Greg is right. But I'll say too, one of my favorite feelings in that game is when people teabag you. They try to teabag you and tell you to like chase them, and then you like kill them right away. I'm like, hee hee. There's a part of me that's like, be me. At least there's a At least yeah. you're not like full on being like. Well, that's just how it goes, bro. Like, it's dust in the wind. He's just teabagged me for two and a half hours. At least there's still a party who's just like, no, I, I'm still going to win.
Oh, 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 oh. I, I forgot to say one of the most important things. Um, it's, it's, it's important too, as well as like, I'm very fortunate to get like even a couple people watching me and like, and I, and I really appreciate that. Um, and I will say too, it's like when you do that and when you like, I love everybody and I appreciate way more that people are willing uh, to spend some time with me and watch me play a game and their judgment could be anything they want. And I, I set them up for that. And I think it's totally okay. So you get, and you get, you get more respect that way because uh, even if you get people that like may be used to more toxic behavior from streamers, uh, yeah. you, you change their mind about it. And a lot of people like, if I have to go lurk, I, sometimes I have to go lurk and be like, okay, let's see what these dudes are saying. And then most of the time they're just like, dude, he's nice. I'm a, it's dope, it's dope that he's nice about it. I'm a, I'm a follow him, you know? So it's like, it works in you, you, the way that you're doing it is working in your favor. Like even the toxic people are thinking better of their behavior and they go, you know what? He's, he's got a good point. All right. I'm subscribing, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you got it. You're doing the right thing, Boosh. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, and that's like kind of where we put it, right? Like, but I, and I think it's like a double-edged sword. Like, I put myself out there to be like judged, but I also want to let you like let them know that like, hey, like it's okay, and I'm okay with it. I understand, um, and uh, we're gonna have a good time. Nice. Because we're gonna rock all night and party every day. <laughs> dance, dance, dance. You wanted the best, you got the best. <laughs>